Hey, what's up everyone? Tenry here. Our today's guest is Mehdi Reza, who is the CEO and founder of Jobike, the first bike sharing company in Bangladesh. Bangladesh as a country is developing really quick, so there is a big future for Jobike. But let's hear the story of Mehdi. Before I started Jobike, actually I used to work for Alibaba uh, in, in China, based in China. And the bicycle sharing is booming from China. So I found that it's very interesting. And I found that uh, actually, you know, uh, since I am from Bangladesh, the idea about bicycle sharing can be replicated to Bangladesh market. Mm -hmm. Because uh, our people, I mean, in Bangladesh, we need this solution because we don't, we don't have any, any short distance mode of transportation, transportation solution in Bangladesh. Mm -hmm. Apart from Risha, I don't know if you, if you, if you know about Risha, it's the three wheel uh, paddle uh, vehicle. Like one guy, uh -huh. he manually he has to pedal it, and two passengers they sit behind him. Okay, yeah. yeah so yeah. this is this is not you know this is not healthy and and uh, so that is why I thought that it can be a good solution for for our nation in Bangladesh market. So I quit the job, and then I I I left Alibaba, China, and then I started Jobai. Okay, this is my story. You know how I started Jobai in Bangladesh. Uh, back in 2018 June, so since uh, and we started from from 300 bicycles. With your job bike, you really wanted to create impact for the community, yes? Because you introduced the first bicycle rental yeah, system yeah, in the yeah. in the country. Yeah, and we are the first one, and we are the, actually we don't have any more any other competitor right now. We are the only one in Bangladesh market. We started into university campus, okay, mm -hmm. uh, because for the students only, and still. Uh, we are we are now in four different campuses. I mean, the very biggest campuses in Bangladesh. Mm -hmm. And uh, in campus, we are doing very good in campus uh, because students they need this solution. Uh, they don't have any other mode of transportation solution in campus area. So bicycle is the only mode of transportation transportation solution they have. So that is why you know students are students are very keen to ride the bicycle, and especially the female student. You know the female. So we have almost 45% females, they are riding bicycle in campus area. Wow. So, you know, it's, you know why? It's because of social, uh, you know, like we have some social dispute in Bangladesh market. Like the female, they, are, they don't feel freedom to ride bicycle uh, into neighborhood because the, the neighbor, they talk something bad about the female. Oh my God, this female is riding bicycle because we are Muslim, okay? So, you know, when the female goes to university, then they feel very much freedom. They feel like, you know, riding bicycle, no one is watching. So no one is talking about them. So that is why the female is more encouraged to ride bicycle into campus. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, with the Joe Biden, we for the last three years, almost 10,000 females they learn how to ride bicycle by using our Joe Bike bicycle. And you made it really uh, cheap for the students as well. Yeah, yeah, it's very cheap. It's only three taka for five minutes. So it's like 0 0.03 uh, dollar only for five minutes. So, you know, in campus area, 10 minutes is, is perfect. Uh, I mean, they can go anywhere in campus, okay? To roam around to, with their friends and family, okay? from one hall to another hall, uh, you know, some, or canteen to, you know, the faculty. So this is the distance they are covering in, in campus area. 
and outside of campus we we are in in costes bazar costes bazar is the uh you know it's it's a beach city so we have a ocean the beautiful ocean in costes bazar all the tourists almost 200000 tourists uh go to costes bazar every year mm-hmm. uh okay so uh at first we launched in costes bazar because we wanted to uh attract tourists first because you know uh the 200000 tourists they are national tourists they go to costes bazar so we launched in costes bazar so you know we don't have to do uh promotion or marketing because this 200000 tourists they they will see the job bike and they will go back to their home uh their local area and they will talk about the job bike bicycle mm-hmm. so this is our plan uh to make this more viral to make this more you know uh like uh promotion to everywhere okay and the cox's bazaar it was also your first location where you started the the whole yeah, job bike yeah 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 mm-hmm. yeah the whole job bike and then we started uh, gradually we moved to different campuses now mm-hmm. in june during covid 19 then mm-hmm. we started job bike uh, operation in in dhaka city because before june we were into you know surrounding area Uh, it's like boundary like campus costes bazaar so after june then we have we got the permission even we got the partner i mean the city corporation the municipality corporation of dhaka they are now partner with jobike and also the ict division as i said the minister of ict division he uh, they are also our partner and they are supporting us uh, to grow and and to uh, you know avail jobike uh into city area metropolitan area so now we are in the city also how many users you have at the moment uh we have around 180000 users right now the 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 campus is shut down because of covid-19 mm-hmm. so we are only in in gulshan area during the covid-19 mm-hmm. we 100 by cycle so we are having almost 20000 average average rides per month right now from 100 by cycle and uh, before covid-19 we used to have almost 80000 rides uh, per month from 300 bicycle wow it's crazy and you know like uh, the bangladesh is the third world country we are very poor so the behavior of i mean our behavior is a little bit different than the than the you know western countries behavior so before i launched jobite everybody is to uh, you know think that i am mad guy or crazy guy because they is to think that the the bicycle will be stolen over the night this is this is how they were thinking but i was so positive so i thought nothing will happen let's see but you know interestingly out of this 300 or 350 bicycles we just lost nine bicycles in this three years wow. only so wow. everywhere you know like people is still bicycle this is very much common you know but in 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 bangladesh Uh, it's, it's not happening so i'm very much you know uh, excited why it's not happening sometimes okay <laughs> so it's because i understand later it's because you know we made the awareness we made we made uh, uh, people to feel that this is their bicycle in the campus this is not our bicycle this is your bicycle and you have to take care of this bicycle this is how we made the you know communication and you mentioned you were studying in the yeah, australian yeah. Sid- in sydney yes So I was I was in Brisbane I was in Brisbane for one year I finished my diploma in commerce in Brisbane mm-hmm. then I moved to Sydney uh for my for my BBA Bachelor of Business Administration mm-hmm. and then I finished my BBA from Sydney uh University of Western uh University of Western uh, Sydney mm-hmm. 
and and then i i moved back to bangladesh back in 2002 even though my 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 i have been graduated uh from from business background mm-hmm. but the technology the computer is very much you know uh i was very much interested on on, on computing or technology so mm-hmm. i started working on a system engineer i used to do the you know uh fixing the the dial up modem that time the you know the dial up internet modem mm-hmm. and also the computer uh installation all the thing the system support engineer the the thing they do and then later on then uh, i i wanted to build a website so i was like you know i was graphic designer and web designer and also later on then i moved to japan to do the animation work and i was uh, i was also uh, an animator i used to animate the manga japanese manga yeah <laughs> uh, and yeah and actually it's so much diversity and then uh, i came back to bangladesh and working for nokia nokia bangladesh mm-hmm. then nokia singapore and then wonderman the agency mm-hmm. uh also then one of our tv uh tv station in bangladesh channel i they are one of the best tv channel in bangladesh mm-hmm. uh they have formed a digital agency named i digital so i was the ceo of that uh digital agency then also i was working for potomalo potomalo is one of the number one uh, publisher in bangladesh mm-hmm. they have the you know the news publisher i mean so number one news publisher the potomalo i was working as the head of digital for potomalo and then i moved to uh, alibaba uh, in china as a product uh, product manager and that was your dream as well to work in alibaba yes yeah that was my dream also to working for you know some some 500 fortune company or some best company in the world you know Mm-hmm. Uh, especially with Jack Ma so yeah i did that okay <laughs> and later on I, i actually you know when i was in china then then i have learned so much uh, from from alibaba this is not only my work experience this is like you know how you can be the entrepreneur how you can uh, uh be very smart smarter mm-hmm. and also uh you know like to to become a founder or to become an entrepreneur you have to have a gut you have mm-hmm. to have so much stamp okay so this is how i have built in back in china because i have found that every week the one chinese guy they get billionaire you know almost every week so <laughs> they are doing something okay with the idea and i it, it it's like imagine me oh my how come every week they become one billionaire in china okay <laughs> and then i thought maybe i i i have to do something by my own okay and then i found the problem that we have in bangladesh market this is the biggest problem that we have which is traffic uh, we have so much traffic we have to stuck into traffic 2.5 hours every day okay you have to into the bus or anywhere okay you don't have any any mode of short dis- distance transportation mode of solution in bangladesh <laughs> so you have to stuck into traffic or you have to walk and so that is why i found that this is the uh best problem that we have the worst problem that we have and to solve this problem then i i come up with this solution so i don't say that this is an idea because you know everywhere in this world that you can see the bicycle sharing company so this is not a new idea this is just a solution that that i i been into my market and you took uh, two of your colleagues from alibaba as well pablo and william <laughs> yeah pablo and william yeah so you know so many things about uh my background 
Yeah, so you know Pablo and William. Pablo used to work for Alibaba as well. William, uh, William from Brazil, Pablo from Mexico. <laughs> so uh, you know, like uh, when you start something, you have to have some co-founder uh, who can support you. So what I did before I go in for the pitch to investor, I've been pitching to my to my co-founders. Hey, let's do this thing. Let's quit the job. You know, we can do uh, the bicycle sharing in Bangladesh market. So I convinced them to quit the job and come into Bangladesh. So that is that is why I told them that uh, this is not only Bangladesh because uh, we wanted to move into Mexico, also in Brazil as well. That is why there was so much interest. Okay, we can Dubai can be in Mexico, Dubai can be in Brazil in the future. And you know, interestingly, uh, we are launching our bicycle share in our operation in Kenya. We have another business model, which is the franchise model. <clears throat> So since we have the technology, and you know this is very much capital-intensive business. Like you have to have capital, you have to have uh, so much capital to buy the bicycle. Okay, so that is why I thought you know, and it's very hard to raise capital in Bangladesh market. So how do we move then? How do we scale up? So that is why we come up with a franchise model. Like anyone, anyone in this world can be our franchisee. So we can we can share our technology and uh, they can launch anyone can launch bicycle sharing anywhere in this world. Okay, so we do the revenue sharing model. It's like it's splitting the revenue. All we think about how we can scale it up, how we can bring Joe Bike uh, everywhere, the most of the people. So we can serve so many people. How you deal with the, all the stress that you have at the moment? Oh my God! Sometimes I really wish I can go back my uh, go back to uh, China. Alibaba, where I was working, you know, I used to get paid like lots of money. I I used to have my own apartment from company. I used to travel everywhere in this world from my company's uh, compensation, which is very beautiful life. Okay, <laughs> so the entrepreneur life. Oh my God, this is this is very hard to make anyone understand. No one, even my family, they don't understand. So no one can understand. Even if you only if you are an entrepreneur, then then you can understand only because sometimes. I don't have money to pay the rent. Sometimes I don't have money to pay the bill of the employee cost. I have to manage employee. I have to manage the rent owner, especially during COVID-19. And I don't feel shy or shame to tell this story that you know I sold my car, I sold my property, you know, to to have some cash so I can pay the bill. Okay, and I really don't feel shy to say this thing. Okay, and I feel so proud that I'm doing this thing. Uh, I'm contributing, you know. In some way, in some extent, okay, and I'm surviving. This is the most important. I'm surviving. And you still work on your dream as well, and not someone else's dream. Yeah, yeah. This is my dream, okay. If I get successful in the future, then probably on the stage I can say these stories how I survive, okay. <laughs> exactly. And what what was like the biggest learning moment yeah. for you throughout this journey as well? Managing people is very hard things, okay, especially. Uh, you know, I wanted to build a culture here in Bangladesh, like the Silicon Valley culture. Since I work for Alibaba, I work for Nokia, so I I I work for some global company. Okay, so they they have some uh, global culture environment, and I wanted to do the same thing in Bangladesh market. Okay, I wanted to make our culture like Silicon Valley culture, global company culture, and then I found that I did a very big mistake. Uh, because you know it doesn't work here in Bangladesh market, okay? 
and 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 I did a very big mistake. This is number one mistake that I have done in Bangladesh. So I have to be, I have to act like the way the people that I manage in Oshay, uh, their uh, their mindset. I have to act local, not global. Oshay. Mm-hmm. So this is this is number one that I have uh, I, the learning that I have. And the second, you know, second mistake, you know, burning cash, mm-hmm. like. You know, like the first time entrepreneur like me, like a stupid entrepreneur, I'm talking about three years back. You know, I have like, I have raised almost $400,000 when I started Jobite. It's a big money, $400,000. And then, oh my God, uh, it's $400,000. I bought a very fancy table. I bought a very fancy chair. And I spent like, you know, I have a very good, beautiful signboard of Jobite everywhere. Okay. So I spent money like hell. Okay. <laughs> and then after one year down the line, I found oh oh my god, I don't have any cash left into my bank account. So so the the second learning is like uh, when you have money, and then you uh, and and you know that one year when I have money, I don't go for the pitch because I thought oh my god, I have money into my bank account, so I don't need money, I don't need investment. Okay? So this is one of the learning that I have when you have cash, when you have money into your account, you should go for the pitch. You should go for the uh, new investment. When you finish your money, I don't think you have you can raise money. It's very hard to raise money when you have no cash into your account because you have no ground, you have no negotiation negotiation power, nothing. Okay, so this is the second learning that I have. Okay, I'm still starting for that mistake. So this is so many things I've been learning over the time. And I am now very good. I would say I am very good founder. Right now, I am very good entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can save money. I know how to spend money. I know how to uh, raise money. I know people how to act uh, with with anyone. So this is this is all the learning that I have doing all these mistakes. And how do you make decisions then nowadays as an experienced entrepreneur? My strength is the uh, worker who are working on the field. You know, who are doing the Rebalancing with the pan, or from another bicycle to another bicycle, who are fixing my bicycle. They are my real worker. Okay, before that, I never uh, had time to to listen to them. Okay, so now I understand. Actually, they are my worker. They are being my cast. Okay, so even though whatever I do, I used to ask questions. Let's say I want to do something. I want to have some some division. So I I ask questions to all my worker individually. Hey. What do you think if I do this thing? If we do this thing? If we do this thing? What do you think? And then I come up with, with whatever decision that I have to make. Then I decide things. Okay. Do you then also do anything outside of job bike? Do you have any hobbies by any chance? Well, I used to. Well, but the travel is the greatest hobby that I have. The traveling around the world, around the place. Okay. Mm-hmm. And also, you know, I used to do the you know drone shooting. You know, the drone mm-hmm. video. I used to capture the drone, the aerial shoot video. That is the thing, but these days actually I don't have time to do anything. <laughs> uh, only the job I actually mm-hmm. I forgot all the hobbies. And these days I have to spend most of the time with the government, the city corporation, the worker, the investor, and also the financial guy because I need cash. All those things, you know. This is the my regular time that I am spending. Uh, later on, I believe actually, you know, that everyone doesn't have that mindset. Mindset, you know. So entrepreneurship, you have to have this thing inside your blood. This is what I believe. Not everyone can sustain or survive. Okay, not everyone can, and I cannot blame everyone. Why? Why you live in Dubai? Because this is actually it was my dream, and on a journey 
to your team not everyone can support you someone will leave someone will come this is the this is how the life is who actually inspires you the most well uh, to be very honest with you i inspire myself myself the most because you know like when you are the ceo you're the founder you will feel so many alone this is the another thing that you can realize you know founders been always alone they don't have any motivator like you know no one motivates me when i go to my board they don't motivate me they discourage me hey, they just shout when i go to investor they don't motivate me i have to manage them when i go to employee sometimes they motivate me so i would say i motivate myself i inspire myself number one number two i get inspiration from my from my co-workers my my colleagues sometimes you know they motivate me hey don't worry you know everything will be fine okay so this is what i feel like i feel so good when i get motivation from them so this is being a ceo you have you have to motivate by yourself every day every night this is my formula and if you if you talk about outside of things the jackma is my one of the motivator i i love jackma so much i always listen to him whatever he say i always take his words and try to implement into real life okay even uh, our ict minister uh his name is polok junaid ahmed polok huh. uh he's a leader he 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 developing the the infrastructure very good way so he good motivator sometimes i talk to him and he motivates me don't worry everything will be fine uh even though there are so many challenges he motivates me okay what can kind of uh, advice can you give to aspiring entrepreneurs well uh you know like i would say the first thing first i would say you know why entrepreneur fail i understand why entrepreneur fail now i understand why entrepreneur fail because uh, i mean into this shit for last year so i know perfectly why entrepreneur fail i still did not fail just because one thing which is to give up so i would say if you give up easily you know there's so many things happen last three years in my journey there's so many things happen so i could easily you know give up anytime and and lead my life to something else maybe start my new job or something But you know, honestly speaking, I never gave up. So this is the first system that I have. No matter what, I I never I didn't give up. So I know someday will come. Of course, someday will come. So you know, this is the first thing I would say to the to whole entrepreneur not to give up easily. Okay, no matter what, you know, probably you are you you you, you don't have money to eat food for two days. It happened. It, it happened to me. It doesn't mean that I will give up and 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 do things and change my dream. Okay. So this is the first method that I want to give, not to give up. Thanks for tuning in and don't forget to like, comment, follow and share. More content coming. Stay safe, then we out.